Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 191. Welcome back to the Front Porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Man, I'm telling you what, there is nothing better. There's just nothing better than waking up early and going for a walk. Uh, this morning, uh, I, and I do this almost every morning, um, but I, I'll, I'll go for a walk. And, I, and lately what I've been doing, I, I went for a long season, probably two and a half years, maybe three years, where I, I didn't listen to anything and I was just in silence as I walked and I waited and I listened. Um, but recently, since we moved here, I've decided to start listening to... Um, specific worship songs and I'm telling you what today I was on my walk and I, I walked through kind of this golf course it's called the, the Biltmore Golf Course it's really beautiful and you can see Camelback Mountain and you can see Piestawa Peak which is the tallest peak in the valley you know as I'm as I'm walking and so I'm walking in this song uh, was playing and it just the words in the song was so it was like it was so it was like piercing to my soul things i needed to hear things i'm wrestling with and wanting to believe about god and wanting to believe about my relationship with god and his love and and my need for him and things and i just i started weeping and i'm finding that to be more and more a part of my weekly rhythm uh, which is so unusual to me. I went through periods of time, I think maybe 10 years, where I didn't cry at all. And so I feel a softening that's happening in my heart and just going like, what is that all about? And I think, I believe it is there's something beautiful about consistency. And there's something beautiful about an- anticipating that, that God is here and he wants to meet you. But that consistency and that waiting and expectation, you know, I think I, I put these false expectations on God, like you need to do this and this is how it should be and this is what it should look like. I, I should go on these walks and have these amazing epiphanies. And I'm learning just to be, just to walk. And, and so this morning was just like a really beautiful time of being and, and walking and listening and 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 really receiving the words that were given in this song. And uh, so anyway, just feeling really grateful for that time this morning. And again, I'm always encouraging you all like find that time. Just you know, don't don't make it weird. Just find some time just to to do something wonderful, like go for a walk or sit on the front porch or or sit on the back porch or. Or something where you can just kind of be still and the chaos of the world kind of goes away for a minute and you kind of can be available for what he wants to teach you and show you. Um, hey, I want to say thanks to all of you who continue to listen. Really appreciate it. Just love it. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. So glad you're here. Welcome to the fun. Welcome to the, the chaos of all that it is to uh, you know, listen to somebody talk about how they're reflecting on God's word and what they're working through personally. And hopefully that'll be helpful for you. Uh, thank you for those of you who can give on Patreon. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, just a reminder that the devotional front porch devotional, which is kind of the hard copy version of what we do here on the podcast, that's available at lulu.com. Just go to the search bar and, uh, you can type in front porch devotional 
It's a really cool little devotional. It's got a journal on the other side so you can read read the devotional, read the passages, and then journal out what it is that God is teaching you. All right, our passage for today, Psalms 8, 3 and 4. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him. Um, we had these uh, these people in our lives at, at, at one point, and um, you know, Patty and I, for the most part, for most of our lives, have just kind of struggled to make it. You know, just and and uh, I mean, I'm so grateful I'm, I'm for all that God has given to us, but it's it's just you know, we've kind of struggled through that, and um, and so uh, this was the the boys were young, maybe maybe four and. And six or something like that, four and seven, something like that, and uh, and I'm painting these people's house, and you know I'm trying to make some extra money. Patty and I are trying to. We had at that point we had debt, and we were trying to. I was doing this kind of like I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to pay off all this debt, which we were able to do. So we paid off all this debt, but I was painting these people's house, and it was like two days before Christmas, and so I'm painting their house, and they come and they grab me and they say, hey. We wanted to give you and your family a Christmas gift, and so um, they give us, uh, they give me this gift, and I and I and I come home and we open it up, and they gave us season tickets for the entire family, non-resident, right? We're not not a resident of California. Disney passes, like for the year for the whole family, and they paid for flights and they gave us money for hotels, and it was like. I mean, it was like eight grand, nine grand, something ridiculous, right? And I was like, I, I, I was so blessed by it, but I also was like, how do you accept something like that? Like, I can never repay that. Like, I can never reciprocate that to them. I just had to say, wow, I mean, thank you. Thank you so much. This is what this passage is, is, does for me. You know, the, the, I've committed this psalm, this particular psalm, uh, to memory mainly because of this particular passage. Uh, the closer, you know, that I feel like I'm drawing to the Lord, the more grateful I'm, I find that I'm becoming. And I'm starting to see myself amongst the, the grandeur and the glory of the Lord. You know, when I I was just thinking about this the other day when I when I was when I would sit on my surfboard, like when I'm in the ocean. Which, by the way, I miss the ocean so much. I can't even. I love, we love it here in Phoenix, but there is nothing, nothing that compares to the ocean. And and when I sit on my surfboard in the ocean, I don't feel large and powerful, right? I feel I feel small, right? And I'll, I'm blown away by the vastness. Of all that is around me, and you know, and, and here's the cool thing: like, as I'm sitting out there, and I see this wave, and I see this wave that's coming, right? And and I realize it's traveled thousands of miles to to get to me, right? And then it connects with my body on a surfboard, and I get to ride that thing, and the joy of it, like that, blows my mind. But here's the thing. I have no power 
over it. I have no power over it. I just get to enjoy it. And sometimes I get to lament when it absolutely crushes me, <laughs> right? And I just, I, I, that picture for me is so beautiful, so amazing. And, and I had the same thing when I go to mountains. Like a few years ago, I, I went to Kenya and I got to sit on a 3,300 foot cliff uh, overlooking the Rift Valley in Kenya. Unbelievable. On one side, I can see sun peering through the valley. It's hitting, the beams are hitting the valley. On the other side, there's a lightning storm that's happening, and I can see the lightning and the rain that was happening. I was just in awe. I mean, in complete and utter awe. I didn't feel powerful at that moment. I felt small. I felt small. Wow. Look at this. And I'm in the middle of this. This is insane. And here's why this psalm is so like, important. Like David's a shepherd. David writes this psalm. And David's a shepherd. And he was the youngest of his eight brothers. And they, they kind of shoved him to the fields, which is what you would do with kind of the younger siblings. You know, you shoved them to the fields, kind of these, you know, this, 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 this task that is pretty insignificant, right? To care for the humblest of these animals that you have, right? And he, he's traveling around. Um, he's traveling around with these sheep. And he's exploring all of God's creation. I just see him going from countryside and, and, and through fields and through orchards. Like, and he's traveling all around creation. But at night, right, at night, he just looks up to the sky and he sees the Milky Way. I can't even imagine what that looked like in David's day. No pollution, right? Just like... It just probably just is remarkable and clear and vast. And it was laid out before him at night as he camped. And he would sit in silence of that night, reflecting on all that he had seen that day and is currently seeing. And asking the question that so many of us are asking, what? is my worth in this world and feeling the weight of the vastness of the glory of the grandeur have you ever struggled with that have you ever struggled with that question have you ever wondered if you fit or if you belong so many of us have been hurt by those who have overpromised and and underdelivered right i re- i remember i remember my mom telling me, my mom's wonderful. We have a great relationship now. But I remember my mom telling me she would never, I remember these were very clearly, I promise you, I will never divorce your father. But she did that. And not only did she did that, she left our family. She left us. She moved away. Gone. That messes with you. That messes with your value. It gives you a lens to, to view the, whole, the, the world by. Like it changes the way you view everything. Because then you go like, listen, if my mom, if my mom didn't think I was valuable, why would anyone else think different? And I don't know if you have a story like that. A pain, a hurt, a trauma like that. Right? It's hurtful. It's painful. 
and it messes with you. And this is why this psalm is so precious, right? David proclaims, as he's proclaiming the glory of God, he finds himself as the most precious creation. This kind of blows his mind. Like he's like overwhelmed by like he's viewing all this creation, the vastness of it being overwhelmed. And he realized like, he realized like I'm so precious to God. And it kind of blows his mind. And he, he can't believe that God sees him and loves him and cares for him. And it's what births this question. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you would care for him? Like, the, he's just over, how, why, why would you do that? Like, why do you care for me? Why do you love me? But he senses that love. He feels that love, right? God shouldn't care about me or shouldn't care about us, but he does. God shouldn't be concerned with me, right? He's got a lot of busy things to do. There's a lot of other things going on in the constellations, right, around the world. But he does, and he cares for you, and he loves you. And this is blowing David's mind, And it should blow your mind too. It should blow our minds that God is mindful of us, that he sees us and he cares for us. This is why it's so important to sit in front of creation and sit in front of it and just wonder. It's why I sit out in front on the front porch here and I have a bird feeder. I'm looking at it right now. And there's birds all around it, right? Jesus says this, Look at the birds. I feed them. I care for them. And I, and I love you so much more. And then he says, you know, look at the lilies. I dress them. And, and, and they're beautiful. But I dress you and, and I love you more. Lean into my love and care and be made whole. You matter and you are significant. To God. And if that wasn't enough, God sent his son Jesus to die for our sins and the sins of the world so that our care would not just be designated in this life, but also the next. Right? Be blown away by the intention of God Almighty. He holds the moon and the stars and all of creation at his fingertips, but he loves you and desires a deep, intimate relationship with you. What's so helpful about doing this podcast for me is that it allows me to dive deeper into the beautiful truth that God has given. Receive this gift that he gives to you today, that you are seen and you are loved by the Most High God because God cares wholly for you because He is holy. So the question is this, where do you feel alone and how can you sense and see your value in God's eyes? Father God, you love us, you see us, you know us. We are so grateful and we desire to live in light of being seen and known. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe 
is closer to you and nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time.